0: Tip.
1: Good afternoon. It is January 9th, 2024. You're listening to a little column A, little column B, hosted by Will Levinos and co-hosted by Zach Bishop. How are we doing today,
0: buddy? What's going on, Will? Congratulations to the Michigan Wolverines, national champions. Uh, pretty good game for most of it. Michigan runs away with it at the end. As a pretty casual uh, college football fan, what were your thoughts on the, uh, the last year of a four-team tournament?
1: I liked it. I was fine with it. I feel like the right team won. I still wonder, and I was going to ask you in moments from now if you think Georgia would have beat this team, because that is kind of the ongoing controversy of the team that I think truly was left out. I know they weren't even really the the argument of the first day. It was always Florida State, and now that I feel like that has been settled, can we, we just leave that alone for a second? And I, I think Georgia's the first one that comes up. Uh, I think Moore does make this a little bit better. I still think there's going to be a team that feels like they were deserving to be in. There's going to be a first in, the last in, first out, just like there is in college basketball, and that's that's okay. I don't think that ever goes away. But we we hopefully have a wider range of talent across the board than than we thought. I mean, I thought Washington held their own. There was certainly moments where I it felt like they were going to strike and be an actual threat. And the score, the final score, definitely doesn't reflect. I think some of the pressure that Michigan was under most most of this game. Overall, I, I I just think the right team won. Do you think the right team won? Like, is this the best team in college football?
0: I think that they're the best team. You uh, mentioned uh, Georgia. I think that's a that's a fair one to bring up as they were number one the entire year until they lost to Alabama in the SEC championship game. And I, I saw some people commenting saying can't wait till next year when there's 12 teams cuz then then Georgia will win but really they had just a they had a more fair shot than 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 a lot of other teams than, than Florida State it was basically a play in game with Alabama if they'd be Alabama in the SEC championship game they would have been in and so it's almost uh if this had happened next year if they lose in the, in the in the first round well then then you don't get to get put in later uh and we could play some funny college football because only so few games get played. But you said, you know, are, are they, uh, you know, was Michigan worthy? Well, Michigan beat Washington, who beat Texas, who beat Alabama, who beat Georgia. Now that is quite the transitive property there, but I, I think that Georgia had the opportunity and they they, they squandered it, which is just, it, it's unfortunate for them. But Michigan, they took uh, care of their uh, opportunities, uh, really put a, a hurt on Ohio state in the, uh, the, the, the game. Uh, and so didn't have to face Ohio state in the, uh, in, in the big 10 championship, but it'll definitely be interesting next year with uh, more of the changes. coming to the big 10 where there's actually going to be a rematch of this game. First, uh, first weekend in October, Michigan, uh, Washington, they they will play again. So we'll get a quick, uh, a quick refresher.
1: That, that's that's great. I, I think that's exactly what we should be having. Uh, it's rematches and rivalries created. That's what college is kind of all about. I thought Michigan overall was just a bigger, stronger team. Looked like they owned the line. All that being said, and them winning and more or less dominating the score of this, I thought Penix had some of the best plays of the game. Is that, is that wild to say? Like I thought his touchdowns were way nicer than anything Michigan did. And
0: uh, I can't, I can't agree with that. No, <laughs> just cause, just cause Michigan uh, to start the game had two, uh just about 50 yard runs for touchdowns. Uh, and, you're watching it, and you've you mentioned it. said, hey, Michigan's line is just dominating. I said, yeah, I agree. But then at halftime, it was only a one-score game. It's like, how is Michigan not winning by more? What I will agree with you is when Penix would throw the ball, I don't know if – because I think if it was last week, so I don't think it was like this cameraman this week, is it was almost like they couldn't keep up with the passes. It was every time they threw it up. I feel like normally you you get an idea of what's going to happen. I don't know if there were just more lasers and there was less air underneath them, but it wasn't until the players were in frame that you found out: is he throwing to a wide open guy? Is he thrown into double coverage? I have no idea. It, it it was almost like he was too fast for for TV.
1: I thought he was the better quarterback of the game.
0: Oh, okay. I think he was forced at the end uh, to really press. Where definitely that last interception it was well you have to you have to force something here you're down two touchdowns you, you need a miracle so you, you really gotta squeeze uh if, if you play it safe you're not gonna win win anyway but do you think that his draft stock has gone down since his semi-final game when he was excellent
1: i i don't think so i think i think if he played in the the michigan offense or at least i think a a little bit more physical of a line or at least had a little bit more time. I feel like his advantage of it though, and he he demonstrated it in some points was being able to get out of actual pressure and still kind of deliver. I, I, I just thought there was a creativity and I felt pretty confident when they threw the ball. I thought if they had a little bit more success running the ball, he could have had a little bit more relief. There was a lot of pressure on him having to really convert every single toss. And that was just, it was hard. And then it was an uphill battle too. And you're not able to run the ball as much. So, I, I think if there's different circumstances, he could be a little bit more successful. But I, I don't. know. He, he was fine. And these college quarterbacks. I mean, what am I? What are we supposed to do? I feel like we nominate a couple that always are going to go one or two, and then the rest of them. It's like, well, they won. Does that mean they're good? And I just think of Mac Jones. Like, is that what JJ McCarthy is? Is he just another Mac Jones? Like, is that is that good? It, it's,
0: it's very very possible.
1: I, is that not like a good comp? Like, it's or, is
0: he, like or is he Joe Burrow?
1: You know, well, I maybe I, that I already feel like I know the answer though. Why do I feel that way? I think it's no. I think it's closer to Mac Jones than that. But I, I still, I still think you could be wrong. But you know, then you see somebody like Penix, and it's like, well, if you add a little bit more talent and you give him like an NFL line, is this, does this look a lot better, or is this the best it could be? Like, is this the best he's ever going to be? Like, you played on Washington. They didn't lose a game until the championship. Like, what you, you put everything else in line and him, he beat it. Like, what, what do you want him to do? So. I, I think it's I think it's really hard to assess all this. I'm glad I'm not drafting or, or assessing all of this every year. I am already terrified of what the Patriots are going to do. Their their miserable season has finally come to an end. But let's get before we move on to that that whole situation. Let's uh, wrap up maybe the the Michigan scandal. Are we are we forgiving this? Is this come with an asterisk? Is there a story to all this? Because if you ask me, this was almost like a more valuable championship getting caught and then still winning with all the consequences, as well as I imagine if you were cheating, you've really had to stop cheating. And you, so you couldn't do that anymore. And I know every other school out there, for sure. was still more or less cheating without getting caught doing the same kind of stuff. And these, this team definitely couldn't. So are we adding a little bit to this? Is this, does this come with a negative or positive? Is there, is it just always I, how college I'm not gonna
0: is? give I'm not going to give them credit for cheating and getting caught. I, they don't get, they don't get bonus points for that. And uh, post, that saying oh well they must have been running a, a very tight ship i think what it more will lead to is whether harborough sticks around or not because i think if he can kind of feel the winds that hey they're not letting this investigation go away and we're gonna find something out that all of a sudden he'll just kind of go off to the uh, to the nfl like some many coaches have uh, have done before him and then michigan will get penalized and he'll be long gone so i think if he leaves that should be a uh should be a red flag
1: all right anything else about college football wrap up the season just we'll get to it
0: it was a yeah, it was a fun year. I think the uh, the, the correct team won once they got the uh, the final four, and I'm definitely looking forward to uh, next year when we're going to 12 teams and the uh, the season will be uh, extended deeper into into January.
1: I'm worried with the 12 teams that we see a lot more Georgia Florida State games, but I also am tired of hearing everyone complaining about all this. That maybe we need a couple of those games to really send a message and maybe realize that we we weren't but that Well, But you off.
0: know what's awesome about this is this isn't baseball in the summertime and there's a blowout. And then what else do you do? If there's a blowout in one of these games, there's going to be college basketball on, there's going to be NBA guy on. They're probably uh, usually they're pretty good about not going head to head with NFL, but th- there might be NFL right on there. Or there's you, you go do something else. Anytime that there's a blowout and people really complain about it, it's just so easy. Now there's not this one channel and this is all you can do. Oh, okay. This one wasn't good. Well, we're getting more games rather than three. You know, we're, we're, we're over, you know, we're getting way more. So yes, there are definitely going to be blowouts the same way in every sport, you know, this week in the, in the, in the NFL, some of the games will be good and some of them will most likely be blowouts. Unfortunately, that's just, that's just the way it works.
1: I am also excited for the potential and more likely upside that there's conference playoff matchups. Like, could you just imagine that like what an LSU, Alabama sort of like something wild in a playoff game. That's not even a championship like that. I could,
0: what I think is going to be really cool is the, uh, the teams that are really good will get buys. So they're going to get more time to, to rest up. But the teams that are more on the bubble, those are going to be home games. I mean, think how crazy college football is now. But then when you get to the bowl games, it, it's out in the middle of nowhere and it's at weird times and you know, I'm sure there's some students that, that you know are able to go, but you're not you're not really full. And then by the time you get to the you know the championship, it's it's pretty sanitized. It's it's kind of like the final four. You get a mix, and you know people are excited, but it is not going to be the same as these teams. This is a weight team that's going to have to go to you know to an LSU, you know down there. Can you just imagine that place is going to be absolutely rocking?
1: Well. I'm sure even the smaller schools are going to show up for that sort of stuff. It's it's not like only the big schools can pull that kind of noise noise stuff off. So everyone's got a everyone's got a good crowd and a good showing. Uh, Oh
0: yeah, that's what I think. I think it's gonna be awesome.
1: Let's uh, let's move on to the NFL. The final week is over. The season playoffs. The season's over and the the playoffs are set. The seating is out, and every game we're talking about right here. I don't feel like a single one of them is anywhere close to being a champion, and yet somebody's got to win, right? There's only two teams on bye. and yeah, I think they were clearly the favorite, but you know, we're, we're constantly wrong about this wild cards win all the time. I'm constantly reminded that the, the giants beat us. They were a wild card. I'm sure the Patriots won a couple times as a wild card or oh, wait, no, we, we won the division just no. about every time. Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. 12 plus wins quite a few times. Yeah,
1: all right. Never mind. Bad, bad stat, bad, bad one. I, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta sneak these in cause we're going to have some bad news talk real soon. But, um, <laughs> we'll talk we'll talk about that after. Let's let's kick off the first game here. We're going to do our picks for the playoffs. I'm just going to go in order that they're going to Do occur. we want to
0: do want to do we want to recap the regular season and what happened?
1: Do do we? Do we? All right, go ahead. You sound like you do. I don't know if I do.
0: I just I, I would just like it, you know, noted for the record that I once again won the uh pick-em. That's uh that makes me makes me 2 for 2. Uh I believe that means uh undefeated. So, just want to note it. Just want to make sure you know, we don't. We didn't go too past it. I got. Uh, I was in the ninety-two point seven percentile, so that's uh, that's an A minus. So, I, I room for improvement, but I finished strong. I was definitely down in the, uh, I think, in the lower eighties midway through the season, but was able to uh, pull myself up by, by my bootstraps. And you know, I hope just next year I get even even go even higher.
1: Man, this is worse than the award show last night. That that speech was right right on par with the show. Actually, it was it was great. All right, can we get to the actual games now? And now, now that I've, I've been humiliated for a, a group you couldn't even win. Sure. First game: Cleveland Browns at the Houston Texans, Saturday, 4:30. Joe Flacco versus rookie C.J. Stroud. I just, what, what, a, what a matchup! I think this is a perfect matchup. I don't know who I should favor. I don't know if we should go with the old dog that is certainly due to let us down at some point. I just, it, it seems the Joe Flacco we've seen of the past five years has to eventually appear again, or, or it's a, an upside of CJ with a whole bunch of excitement that could easily work, but could easily just be like a rookie's first game in the playoffs and just nowhere near ready as well as this Houston defense. I don't think it's nearly as complimentary as, as the, as the Cleveland one. So I'm going to go with Cleveland. I don't feel good about investing in Joe Flacco, especially that fantasy is over and that the score actually matters now. And he can't just put up five touchdowns and 10 interceptions and, I'll take the win, whatever. Who you got in this one?
0: I'm going to go with the Browns. I just think rookie quarterback, he it was even hurt for part of this year. I, I like all the things that he's doing. I think that we've, we've mentioned that throughout this year, how there's been injuries and we've had some really rough quarterback play. I think he can be a guy that you're actually excited to watch uh, on a average Sunday. But I think this is going to be a little too much too quick. Flacco definitely has the way way more experience and has had that run before, and I just think that the Browns just overall have more more of a of a complete team. I think last week the uh, the, the Texans winning it was almost like that just getting to the playoffs they were happy with. Where I don't think the Browns just making it there are uh, are, are happy. So yeah, yeah, give me the Browns. I
1: I do want to give them credit for. Winning, winning! you in last week against the Colts. That was that was a solid game by CJ. CJ Stroud, twenty for twenty six, two sixty four yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. And then Nico Collins had a huge game: nine receptions, one ninety five, and a touchdown. I, look, I, I just if that game shows up against Cleveland and Cleveland's offense isn't clicking, or Joe Flacco's got to play from behind, I, I just, I just, I can see a scenario. I don't, I don't think it's the too far fetched. And man, feeling like Flacco's gonna get more playoff wins just adding to his resume just seems like impossible at this point, but we're doing it. We're going with it. All right. Next game.
0: Is this game, is this game more fun slash interesting? If Deshaun Watson's playing going against his former team,
1: maybe, I mean, we have a couple other uh, reunions going on here. I mean, we got the next game. we got the Miami dolphins uh, versus Kansas at Kansas city. What a collapse for them at this point, but we got hopefully Tyree kill. Is he going to play? I assume he's going to play visiting kansas city again i think that's a that's a fun matchup a little reunion i also think both of these teams should be looking at both of each other and being like wow we got lucky and that's not good for for either of them i think both of these ships ships have been sinking for quite some time and there's an opportunity here this is a sloppy mess versus another sloppy mess and i'm just gonna go with patrick mahomes i think that's the the better player that i just trust in a playoff game and i, I just think he's gonna be good enough to put up some points on this on this game but I wouldn't be shocked if this ended up being under 20 and and a real messy game both ways, but who you got in this one?
0: I'm going to go with the chiefs. They are at home. Both of these teams have had their struggles, but it sure looks like we are getting some sort of a polar vortex or whatever the cute term that they have for it's going to be really cold uh, on Saturday night. And I just think that Tyreek Hill, I don't know. Just speed in the cold. You got to warm up. Uh, I, I don't know. I just think that you you're playing down in uh, in Miami. It's just it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough if you put the layers on or you just really meant you're mentally tough. It it they're, they're saying single digits. That's that that's really cold at night. uh yeah, So I'm I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. They're used to it. See see what they got.
1: I look. I'm just not gonna let you get away with the argument that you don't think Tyreek Hill can play in Kansas City. He played in Kansas City for years. He was, just, it was awesome. He was, it, that the was best before. <laughs> yeah. Well, that I guess that was before. I guess the guy throwing to him might have a little wake up call as well. He hasn't been good even indoors, even in good conditions, and that's far more concerning. Once you add a little little element to it all, but it, it, he's in, been dinged in, up this year. There, there's a world too, though, where if this is a running game, if Mostert and Achan can get their act together and just be healthy for one game, I, I like their running game a lot more than Kansas City. I'm just banking on Patrick Mahomes eventually doing something crazy and pulling this off. Oh. All right. Next game. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. I just wrote under the Pittsburgh Steelers how and Mike Tomlin and that's it. Like, I don't know what, what else could we possibly say about this? And under Buffalo, I was like, don't miss like this is your golden opportunity. I feel like this has been an up and down year. You didn't even look great against Miami in the last week. And when you knew you kind of had to win or didn't have to win at halftime, I don't, I don't know. They just, you should have showed up for the last couple of weeks and there's some weeks they did and some weeks they didn't. And somehow they're going to get rewarded with the Pittsburgh Steelers that they just can't blow this. And I, I, I don't think they will and I'll, I'll pick them, but I think this is a good opportunity for them. They're fortunate to get the Pittsburgh Steelers. Am I crazy for thinking that?
0: I think they earned it. You know, they, it, it was not the uh, most impressive game, but they got the win. On Sunday night, so they didn't have to play Miami again. So, you that <laughs> if, you're, if you're the better team, you get to play the, the the weaker team. I think it's not good for for the Steelers, and I very much agree with you saying, like, how how, how does this team make it in? They just kind of stumbled their, their their way along. I'm I'm trying to look up right now who is their quarterback? Who's hurt? Who's healthy? Does it even matter? Uh, the the downside is that. Josh Allen and just the bills in general just seem to play down to their competition. And I'm, I'm concerned. I think the bills will win, but if the Steelers win this, it just, again, it's just like, what are the bills doing? What, what are they thinking?
1: I think this is a golden opportunity to kind of steal a couple games for the bills here and they haven't played great, but this is one they, they just can't miss. They can't miss on this
0: at home. Yeah.
1: All right. So we both got the bills next game. I don't know if this is the most fun or the least fun matchup. The Green Bay Packers at the Dallas Cowboys. I think this is good enough just to be fun. And and I think this is good enough just to make Dallas scared for an entire day. Very, very similar to Buffalo, where I, I feel confident that Dallas is going to win this game. like But I don't think they're going to blow them out. I just I can't see that scenario. I can see Jordan Love just slinging it, just staying alive just long enough to really make Dallas sweat. But I'm taking Dallas. I think they're the better team. I, I'm amazed that Green Bay is somehow in the, in the playoffs. Like when did this happen? (laughs) This is another one similar to Pittsburgh where it's just like, how
0: Sunday afternoon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very. very, They beat the bears and they, they, they scored a touchdown is really what it was is they scored one touchdown, maybe two. (laughs) Who you got in this one?
0: I'm going to go with the Cowboys. They should be able to uh, get rid of all of those demons. The, Dez caught the ball. Some other Aaron Rodgers miraculous uh, down and distance, but I think this is their time. If they don't take advantage of it now, they're going to be very disappointed.
1: All right, next game Sunday night eight o'clock. The L.A. Rams at the Detroit Lions. I'm I'm going. I'm with the Rams, man. I they know golf. They traded him. They, They could have. Nobody's got a better background on him than than the Rams do, and I think McVay is just dying to have this matchup and detroit should be terrified of it and they haven't exactly had a super successful future of the, of the most recent i think some teams have figured them out I, I i just wrote underneath detroit how many points do we need to score to actually win this because what, what do you think the number is because the only way i see them winning this is scoring an absurd amount of points i don't think they can win a close game against the rams am i crazy i'm going with the rams who you got
0: I'm gonna go with the Lions. They trade away Matthew Stafford. They know this guy. They know his, his ins and outs. So I, I think I think that the Lions. They haven't had a, a chance to play at home. They haven't won a playoff game in in a while. Uh, all sorts of crazy stats coming up there. They've uh, they they've tripped up a little bit towards uh, towards the end of the season here. But I, I think that they're gonna they're gonna get a win. I, I like what they got going on. Uh, so ho- hopefully they can get they can get a win. <laughs> oh man if they lose to their old quarterback yikes
1: they're going to it's gonna happen the rams are gonna win
0: we're gonna to have to look out for the entire city look at their basketball team
1: i don't i think the rams are gonna i think the rams are one of the hottest look teams their, i look honestly look, look, i would pick the rams over college, a lot of other teams
0: both college and pro if if their football team loses too we're we're gonna have to I don't, know, I don't even know what you do like helicopter in like chocolate chip cookies or something.
1: How many points do they have to score to win this game?
0: 28.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. I think it's got to be at least that. All right. Next game. The real drama, the Philadelphia Eagles at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Baker has to deliver. That's all I got for this. This is a sinking ship in Philadelphia. This is a golden opportunity for both teams to kind of correct the entire season. Everything could be erased. All the awful games, the 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 scoreless Baker three quarters, like where they absolutely had to win like two weeks ago, could all be erased. It could all go away. You just need to win this game. Monday night, I'm going with Tampa Bay. I have no confidence in Philly. I think this defense is so bad. I, I think Patricia, has, if he hasn't made it worse, he's just drawn attention to how bad it is. And I think Baker could deliver and have a massive game. I think they could score a ton of points and – I don't really have a whole lot of confidence in the Philly offense, especially if A.J. Brown's out. And even with him there, they were like a stagnant, like weak offense. They, they're like, What's the real threat of this team? I, I feel like I list all these names out, but it just haven't delivered. And, and they're not running into a buzzsaw. They could to, still totally win this. But I just I just think Baker is going to be able to put up points against this bad defense, and at least enough to stir enough trouble and then really make Philly panic, and then they're just going to lose. Who you got in it?
0: So I got a question for you. Is Big Dom was he suspended for the rest of the season, or is it just the rest of the regular season? Because the Eagles were ten and one when Big Dom was there. Then he gets in the altercation, and since then, one and five. So I, I got to know what his suspension status is. Is he is he back? Because I think he might be the one that runs the whole team, and he he's like he's a good luck charm.
1: Do you really think if he's just suddenly back, they're going to be able to snap back to that team? Or do you think they just had a fortunate schedule that they took advantage of and, like, they should have?
0: I don't think it was necessarily to deal with a, a fortunate schedule. I think right around there, their schedule got much harder. But then afterwards, that, that makes, doesn't make any uh, any sense for was it the, the, the Giants twice and the Cardinals, and they lost to the Cardinals, and then they got shellacked. By the Giants this past week, the Giants jumped all over them. The Giants had no reason to play. Uh, Tyrod Taylor got uh, hurt, so they had uh, it wasn't even Danny Dimes. You know they're all to- the way to- down the depth there. Tommy chart. They had Tommy Cutlets, yeah, they had Tommy Cutlets in there, and just absolutely laid it on them. Uh, AJ Brown went out with a with an injury. Uh, Jalen Hurts, his middle finger got dislocated, so they're getting all banged up. But I just have to imagine. They were good last year. They were good at the beginning of the year. There's a reason for that. It's in there somewhere. I think even with their small injuries, Baker looked really hurt last week. I don't think that he's going to be able to recover enough. And I think the Eagles are just going to be able to pull one out on the road, kind of save the season a little bit. I think that there's just no one believes in the Eagles. So I'm going to, I'm going to believe in them. Uh, I'm going to go with the Eagles.
1: Madness, madness this week. And uh, of course, Baltimore and San Francisco are on a bye. Uh, man, I, uh, I, Philly. I, 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 again, they could just, they could all go away if they just win. But what a, what, a, what a ride that that's been. Uh, we, we, just a bunch of bad games to so many bad teams. Uh, speaking of bad games and a bad team, we might have seen Bill Belichick's last game. And it sounds more official than I ever wanted it to be. And it's based entirely based on everyone else's reaction to it, that they're all doing sympathy and, you know, s- uh, summaries of his whole career and, and, and memorabilia video. Like what What do we, we have, we have nothing to go on at all here. And I still want to know this idea that if we're getting rid of him, the the now what, all right, so what are we doing? Cause we have a high draft pick. We gotta, we gotta get someone in here immediately. We're going to need a GM and a coach and they both got to be on the same page and we have to be ready for this number three pick like tomorrow, like, Im- like immediately. We got to get on on a plan of what, what we're going to be doing or we're going to keep Bill and and just figure out, we're, you know, maybe we're, are we just a quarterback away or are we just one really good receiver away? And I'm still for that. I, I still think that our best chance is with him. And I sure as hell do not want to see him in another uniform or at least at least on another sideline. It's a patriot hoodie for life, right? Like I, I just want it to be that way, and I, I don't know where where we're going with it all, but it, it does seem like it's over, and I couldn't believe we lost this this last game to the Jets, and it was so so miserable, so bad, no, like nothing, nothing to take away from it that it's it just feels like it's it's actually over. But I don't want it to be, and I, and I still have some faith that maybe it's not, and I don't know where we go from here. But what what are you what are your thoughts on that potentially being Bill Belichick's last game?
0: Well, I sure hope not, because I've I've been saying right along this whole season that it's really easy to say in these situations, you know, blow blow it up. Oh, fire, fire this guy. Get rid of this guy. But you need to have a plan to put somebody else in place. And I just can't think of a single coach that if we get rid of Bill Belichick that it's announced and I go, oh, okay, awesome. Yep, I feel really good about this. I I just – I, I just can't. I I think that there's been I I think a lot from more from from the naysayers saying oh he hasn't done anything without Tom Brady he hasn't done anything without Tom Brady. Okay, well he had the season with with Matt Castle. You know besides that nope not not very successful. But can you point out a coach that has done well <laughs> without without a good quarterback? Yep, Tomlin has made the playoffs this year with not a good quarterback. But like. Does that really count? I mean, Mac Jones in his first year, yeah, we technically made the playoffs, but it, we weren't a serious contender. The Steelers this year aren't a serious contender. you got to have a, a legitimate quarterback, and we're, we found out this year for sure Mac Jones is not it, and Bailey Zappi is not it. That was really frustrating. That It's like, all right, no, let, let's try bringing Bailey in. And maybe, maybe, nope, absolutely not. So that is the biggest need. I guess, assuming Belichick stays, is that we, we need a quarterback. I, I don't know who the answer is. I saw that uh the uh Broncos said that maybe Russell Wilson you know left the door open maybe he'll be back. I have no idea how he comes back after the way that all went down towards the end of this season. That seems like a like he'll take less money and less anything to say I'm getting out of here the way you treated me
1: he's he's but- a real cooperative player by the way. I'm sure that'll totally work out. <laughs> you know like he's. He, he's, I can't wait for the subtle tweet of whatever backhanded comp, comment is coming. He probably has leverage, too. They they owe him money, right? Like, his contract's not done.
0: Uh, his contract's complicated, and that's one of the reasons why they had to – or one of the reasons why they benched him was because if he got hurt, it, like, automatically meant he was signed for another year, which seems backwards, especially in the NFL. So – There might be something goofy there. Uh, Jimmy G got cut earlier today. I'm not saying that these are answers for the Patriots. I'm saying that we need a quarterback and just like a lot of these games this year, we didn't need elite. We didn't need prime Tom Brady. We just needed average. And I obviously like slightly above average would be nice, but how many games did the defense hold the, uh, the opponent to under 10? How many times did they hold the opponent to under 20? It's like you got to be able to at least score a couple touchdowns to feel like you got to be at least upper teens, if not consistently in the low twenties. Like that's all we need, and we just didn't have it just repeatedly.
1: All right, but what about the missed field goals, the 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 bad special teams, the penalties we suddenly get now? Like I don't remember us doing that. We were always better. We didn't make mistakes. We we make so many mistakes so regularly now. It is it is so highlighted by how bad our quarterback play has been that i that i agree that that's probably an easy place to address but it's not like every other angle of all this has been flawless either like belichick's had an off year again i still think there was games that we had no business being in that we we could have easily won with just a little bit more room like you said just a little bit more and and then if we win a couple of those who knows if we're in this but you know then that, that just puts us like in a in the pittsburgh situation where i i don't like we could have, we could have been that team this year. Like, there's, there's totally a scenario where we could have been the Pittsburgh team, and we would have got blown out in the first round, and it would have been like, all right, cool. Well, Belichick could do without Brady or what? Like, what do we? What now? What? <laughs> like, there's no building here. That, that's the, that's the saddest part of this whole season with the, with the Patriots is that we didn't find the guy. It wasn't like, well, wait till next year when we work with this guy all summer, and and we he gets a little bit more experience. Like, there's a complete restart now, and that's. That's I still think our, our complete restart with Bill Belichick is our best chance to win.
0: I, I I think so too. I think we need we we need a quarterback. That's like that that's just the first thing. We cannot go into next season with Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi as the starter.
1: I kind of want Marvin Harrison Nothing. Though. I think he's the best the best of talent available. The quarterback thing is so risky. And then if we do keep Belichick, I I don't like I don't feel like he mentored Mac very effect- effectively. I mean, he put Patricia as, a, as an offensive coordinator for a season. So the idea of him grooming one of these guys and hoping that that's somehow going to work and and that it's just like an outright, such a massive amount of talent that that's not even going to matter if Belichick is hard on him or not. But I, don't, I don't know if I like that as much as just grabbing a really good receiver and whatever scraps we can get for quarterback, because I think we just need a little bit better and that would be something. And then we'd have an awesome receiver too. Like wh- why... Like, I, I think Je- like Justin Jefferson bails out Cousins so much, and that that can make we like we could make a Kirk Cousins if we had a Justin Jefferson, and maybe Marvin Harrison Jr. is is that sort of talent.
0: I can I can see that. I, I when I'm saying we need a quarterback, I'm not saying we need to use the third pick on on the quarterback. If we see you know someone you know second round that we think that we like, then I'm I'm fine with going going that route. I'm just saying it has to be somebody different.
1: All right, anything else for the NFL?
0: What percent chance do you think uh, Belichick stays?
1: Uh, 33%.
0: And why, if we are saying, you know, Crafts, just, I you know, we had a run, want a complete, fresh start, why would he let him go? Why wouldn't he trade him?
1: No, we would trade him. I still think we would. I think, if anything, we're doing that right now, and that, that's going to be the announcement. That's,
0: that's why you think nothing's been announced? Because I, I would be
1: – I also think that's why Belichick's saying he's under the, contract. I think he wants to coach in that if they don't want him here, he's like, well, I'm going to go coach somewhere else. And they're like, well, if you're going to coach somewhere else, we're going to trade you.
0: I mean, and that's – that, and that's where it's not like we're – like, if we get rid of Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi, they're, they're not, I think, immediately getting a phone call from another team going, hey, you want to be our starter if belichick and the patriots decide to split ways he's getting a call immediately from multiple teams being like will you be our our new head coach immediately so it's it seems silly to just fire him rather than to, than to trade him did you see uh Vrabel was canned today did you see what uh what the titans uh said about trading him
1: uh, no no I I look we I'd have a shock that they fired him. We we can get to that, but what what did they say?
0: They said, "Yeah, we thought about trading him, but yeah, that seemed uh, pretty complicated and was going to take a long time. So, yeah, we just decided uh, you know, we needed a, a fresh start right away. So, yeah, we we just got rid of him." I I saw multiple people on on X joking saying you know, it's kind of interesting that an NFL team runs the same way I do. When there's a difficult decision that might take a bunch of paperwork, like, eh, I just won't do it. <laughs> it's like, really? It might have been complicated? Like, don't you have a whole team of people to to do this? Isn't this what running an NFL team is? Is it's complicated and it's difficult? And you said, ah, no. So uh, why were you surprised that they fired him?
1: Uh, I don't. Look, their quarterback situation was completely sabotaged, like uh, year after year. I, I, didn't, I still thought like at least they developed some decent talent. I thought Spears was pretty solid by the end of the year. I still thought this team played pretty hard for him. I, 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 just, I liked him as a coach. I, I still like him as a coach. I think he'll be hired. I, I don't think he'll. I think if he wants to coach this next season, he'll coach somewhere. Now, do I want him to coach the Patriots? I worry a little bit about it being almost too familiar. That if we're going to go with a lookalike with Belichick, why not just stay with Belichick? Weird. And if yeah. we're going to fire Belichick, why try to replicate it when it's like that's not working anyways? Like, I think it has to be like a massive overcorrection of a complete anti Belichick almost to the point that it's unrecognizable. Like, it's got to be somebody young, somebody who loves media, maybe. Like, it's it's got to be, it has to be different if we're going to do it. I don't think, because if we're going to do anything. Anything remotely close I, to what Bill's going to do, just keep Bill.
0: I, I was just interested on why you were so surprised just because – you know, were just talking about Bill Belichick. He he won a Super Bowl not that long ago. <laughs> it's like three teams have won a Super Bowl since the Patriots have won a Super Bowl. Like, it's really not that long ago. And Vrabel came in three – or had um, – uh, four straight years of winning, three playoff appearances, but you know nothing really. That. And then the past two years has gone 13 and 21. So it's like if Belichick's on the hot seat, of course, Brable's on the hot seat. I
1: I just wonder if 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 you're Tennessee, like, well, why do you think you're going to do better? Like that that's that's why I wouldn't have got. That's why I was shocked. I I just I don't where's yeah. the where's the upgrade? Like who's the long list of coaches right now that are that are like waiting to get picked up right now like Sean Payton's not sitting over there anymore
0: I think Vrabel will 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 be coaching another team next year assuming that he wants to Uh, I know sometimes it's a little weird with these coaches where you're under contract so if you get fired it means they're paying you to not work so I could definitely see I don't think he'll care like I think I'm I'm not gonna jump right into anything I'm gonna just take a year off and you know recuperate here but he you know strike while the iron's hot Uh, just mentioning two others uh, that were fired yesterday Uh, Arthur Smith and that was uh, not unexpected, as well as uh, Ron Rivera, also not unexpected with the new uh, owner in town. It looks like I think they're going to clean house and there's going to be a whole new regime uh, over there, as well as they have the number two pick. So a lot of changes coming for the commanders as well. I think I'm hearing rumors, uh, and I don't know if this a continued from the last time, that they might change their name again. So every, everything might change in Washington.
1: Why not? Yeah. It's, it's not – has anyone really fallen in love with the Commanders? Like, have you already – like, if you think you've trained, you don't think you've ever said Washington Redskins once, like, since? Like, I, I still – that still feels close to natural. I'm not saying they're going to change it back, but it's not like I've completely committed to Commanders. It's it's by far the, I, less, the I, less dominant name.
0: I, I, I stick with my argument that if you start thinking about the names of sports teams, they're all dumb, and it's just that – these teams have been this named this way since before we were born, that we just allow it to happen. But it was the same, similar uh, a few years ago in baseball when the Cleveland Indians changed to the Cleveland Guardians and everyone thought it was terrible. And I think I said it then of just if you start to look into it, it's just you you, you could pick apart every single one and every single one seems seems dumb. But it's just because it's tradition that we allow it.
1: I think you just hate the Lakers. I think I think you just hate that.
0: No, pick pick any pick anyone. <laughs>
1: no, but the Lakers one's bad. It's it's there's no. It's the not, Lakers
0: one makes no sense. Yeah. The Jazz ones makes no sense. I mean, I, I get the history of it. Uh, it, yeah. I mean, what does that even mean?
1: Yeah, all tradition's dumb. We get it. Uh, speaking of broken cool. tradition, Tiger Woods is leaving Nike, or is Nike leaving Tiger Woods? I I can only imagine it is Tiger's leaving them, and without an announcement of where he's going, I just wonder. Like who screwed up here? Like did Nike screw this up or was it like, how do you not keep Tiger Woods? Like, well, how, if you're Nike, how could you live in a world with Tiger Woods wearing something else at this point? Or, or am I naive to think that is, is Tiger not that popular anymore? Like I, I, that's news to me. Is Tiger not make you money anymore? That's news to me. Like, what what's going on here?
0: I cannot imagine that Tiger Woods is still not making Nike money. Uh, Tiger has definitely had some, uh, off the, uh, is it? it's not off the off the field, off the course uh, issues, but that that was quite a long time ago. And now, when you kind of look back at it, compared to some of the other things that athletes have done, it's uh, kind of paled in in, in comparison. Uh, definitely a surprise. I yeah, I, I, I looked, at it, I did the, uh, the you know the research, and there's no immediate turn. The only thing that I can think of is maybe he and his camp think that they're, at least in the golf world, even bigger than Nike. And he's going to do his own brand and it'll be Tiger Woods and they'll have a Tiger Woods logo and you'll have Tiger Woods clubs that'll be separate, separate from Nike. Uh, it seemed like he thanked the company. Uh, I saw the company or Nike had posted something on social media saying something like, you know, you know, heck, heck of a round. So it seems at least public facing facing is amicable but I would have thought both of them were just making oodles of money. Same way Jordan and Nike are making just tons of money. So uh, definitely surprised. 27 year uh, partnership.
1: I can't think. Like, are we ever. Like, does that mean Jordan and Nike are not like a lifetime? Like, do we need to wait for. Because like, this seemed like a lifetime thing to me, this sort of divorce happening now. Like, are there other athletes we should kind of get used to that maybe this isn't forever? I just think it's so notorious. Like, he's. that. That's classic. The tiger, I, I, everything I just, the, Nike. The,
0: the look, it's Sunday, Tiger wearing red, and it's got the Nike swoosh on it in every in one. And sure, in the other sports, you know, we know the different guys are sponsored by the different companies, but the leagues have different sponsorships. And I, I just feel that it's not a solo athlete. It's just, it, it, it's different. There's a lot of different brands going on, but, you know, Nike and Tiger Woods, it just really really went hand in hand so yeah definitely gonna be bizarre
1: all right let's get to some college basketball I, I'm gonna just wrap this up real quick is the, the Michigan State team's terrible like they're just not being able to score at the beginning of the year was for sure a problem and an obvious flaw of just not making threes but we just stopped playing defense now and that's way more of a problem and now we can suddenly score we gave up like 90 points to Northwestern and lost but I, I, it's not going well if if you ask me and it's truly dampening my interest in college basketball i thought kentucky looked pretty good against florida i thought that was a good game
0: uh,
1: what's what's going on give me the give me the the round robin of news you normally do with college basketball uh
0: that was one of the ones that i was going to mention was uh kentucky with a with a big win over over florida florida wasn't wasn't ranked in the ap 25 but they were kind of lingering and wouldn't surprise me if later in the year, if they get on a a little roll, if they'll be, uh, if they'll be in the mix, uh, Kentucky was, was, was an underdog, uh, going into that game. That was their first, uh, true road game. So, especially with, uh, freshmen, (laughs) it's one thing playing at the the friendly confines of your home arena, but once you go uh, on the road and all these students know all these things about you and they can make it very, very uncomfortable. So impressive win there. uh, more than bringing up the, uh, the 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 loss, I think some of it was the Izzo comments after the game, where he kind of out of nowhere slammed analytics and then kind of veiledly blamed his players, but said he wasn't blaming his players. But said, you know, is pretty much it's like I want to blame my players right now, but I'm not allowed to do that. Uh, do you think that? We've why why seen... is that
1: so wrong? The players played like trash. They were terrible. Now I'm you... not.
0: I, I, I'm, I'm fine with it, but it's just that he didn't come out and say it. He, like, veiledly, you know, I don't know. It was almost like he was he was whining. Like, he was calling his players soft. He was calling all – basically all of Generation Z soft is, like, what I got from him. And I was wondering with uh, – we've seen in the past few years a lot of long-time college basketball coaches retire, and a lot of people are saying, it's, hey, the NIL deals the just – Social media, everything, re- recruiting—it's just—it's all different now. It's not how it used to be twenty years ago. Do you think that Izzo is, you know, out in the very near future?
1: I think when he was asked, "How did you fl- f- feel about your players' execution?" He said, "I'm in favor of it." All right, that's—that's that's fine to say because they were terrible. I, I think he's just flirting and stepping around it because it is cancel city everywhere right now. And he, he is an older guy, and there's an older concept and an older way of doing things that. Isn't necessarily frowned upon, but maybe isn't perfect in the public light. And that's, you know, a different sensor level for whoever you are. I, I may not agree with all of it, but I think this is just a frustrated coach. Like, what did you want him to say? They, they just lost to Northwestern. You, the season's been a complete struggle. Like I said, they couldn't make a shot for the first month of the season. And now this game, they were able to actually put together some offense. They put up some points and they gave up even more. So it's like, you can't, you got to be able to put these together. It doesn't do you any good. And I think that's just incredibly frustrating as a coach. I, I'm not worried at all. I don't think it's over. I do think that this team isn't nearly as talented as they thought they were going in. And, and next year they're just going to have to add some more talent. And I think this team is capable of doing that. I They need, they need more shooting and they just need to actually connect together and play defense. They're, this, this is a kind of a one man team with Tyson Walker. And I don't, know, I'm, I don't, I don't really read into the, 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 the post game stuff as much is really what I'm saying with Izzo. It's, it was okay. a terrible game. Like, he should have a terrible press conference after. Like, would what, what he want to be buttoned up after and be all, all polished and be, like, on to, on to Cincinnati like Belichick? Like, I think this was just a frustrated guy who is at a frustrated point in the season.
0: What do you think lasts longer? Izzo's coaching career or Draymond Green's uh, NBA playing career?
1: Well, Draymond, you know, we might as well – is there any other college you want to get to, or do you want to get to
0: NBA? Yeah, I just want to. Uh, I just want to mention uh, some of the big college games coming up. We have uh, Mississippi State. They they got a big. Uh, they got quite the gauntlet this week. They got Tennessee coming to their place tomorrow. Uh, Michigan State at Illinois, a chance to turn things around. We'll see if that press conference worked on Thursday. Uh, Alabama at Mississippi State on Saturday, and Kentucky another road test at Texas A and M on Saturday.
1: Draymond. It's such a wild card that I'm still going to take Izzo. I think Draymond will retire before Izzo. To answer your question,
0: yeah, okay.
1: Do you, do you not agree?
0: Uh, I don't know. Or, or I, yesterday I really was really setting flames. And everything like you really the, th- you see smoke going happen. So well, it was that yesterday, or yeah, it was yesterday. You got the, well, the. I mean, the press conference was I think on, on on Sunday, but you know, really saw it yesterday as well as the news came out yesterday that Draymond Green mentioned on his podcast that he was contemplating retirement, but Adam Silver talked him out of it. So I think both of them were closer than I ever would have thought a week ago. Who
1: is creating this story, the the Draymond thinking about retire, and then specifically saying Adam Silver talked him out of it because I, it, it seems so, formula like is this a a formulaic sort of thing like it seems like somebody has a motive behind all this and I can't quite figure it out and it makes me question it even more like is is that how you're kind of feeling
0: oh big time one he got suspended indefinitely end up being 12 games John Morant got suspended for 25 games so we're at less than half of John Morant and these are John Morant definitely he was a, a habitual line stepper. I'd say Draymond Green is even beyond that. And these are things that are happening on the court. Like right here, stuff that is bad for basketball, but only only 12 games. And then when it does happen, everyone was pretty sympathetic towards him, saying, Ah, you know what? Something's not right. You know, this is beyond even, you know, stuff from before where it's like, no, he's been doing this forever, but people were trying to be nice and saying, all right, yep, well, let's even get it figured out. And now it seems like it's gone to even the next level. Like with with Ben Simmons, it was, ah, well, you know, mental health, mental health. All right, well, you know, I don't want to be a jerk about this. You know, you got stuff going on. I get, I very much understand, you know, just because you have money doesn't mean that all of your, you know, the problems in your your head or stuff, you know, swirling around, that just doesn't go away. You can't just throw money at it. But now it seems like maybe that didn't quite go far enough. And now we're going to the next level of, all right, how can we make uh, Draymond look more sympathetic? What if this was, like, really racking him and he thought he was just going to walk away from the game? He was going to retire. It's like, you know what he just has to do? He just has to play basketball. And you know what? There are a lot of guys that play tough, hard-nosed basketball. I mean, there's a whole, whole list of them. You know, Dylan Brooks, Marcus Smart, Patrick Beverly, Kyle Lowry. You know, these guys that, you know, they go and right up to the line and maybe just, like, a tad over it. And there's a little bit of flopping. But you just can't put guys in a headlock. You can't punch guys in the face. You can't kick guys in the nuts. You can't punch guys in the nuts. Like, it seems, like, so easy. It's it's not like you have to walk away because, you know, oh, you can't play the way you want to play. It's just You just have to play just actual basketball.
1: No, and there has to be a, a code and a comfort that other players should have in a professional organization to not ever have to, you know, maybe in the back of their mind be like, is this guy about to, like, kill me or something? Like, you – you, you there should be player safety for the competition against you. you know, I don't want to play against a guy who I, I'm thinking like might actually do something wild. So I, to me, it just and not seems just like
0: might has done this repeatedly to the point that it is a rational thought to have that this guy might actually just cold cock me.
1: It really does feel like the suspension was one new cycle. Like that's all it was. And then now they're stirring up the new cycle again by saying, Oh, he's coming back. But the, He's gearing up to come back now, and it's like, well, I didn't. What are you get... gearing up from? I, I yeah, you I weren't hurt. I, you know, I wanted to say that too. I was like, you were, in, you were in were shape you, like two were you weeks not ago, running
0: and you know doing normal basketball <laughs> stuff. Like, <laughs> I, I get, you know, you get the announcement, and maybe you have to, you know, join the team. So, okay, all right, well, you know, we're in Texas, so we just found I got reinstated. So, you know, tomorrow is a little quick for like logistics, but. Yeah, we're at home, you, you know, by the weekend. So, yeah, just join us and, yeah, let's go. You know, you know what we could use? We could use a center on our team because our team is is floundering and it, it's a sinking ship.
1: Is that Adam Silver's real motivation, though, that he's like, Steph Curry might miss the playoffs, so that would be terrible for business? Like, it's just better if he's good?
0: This, this is the problem with the indefinite suspension of, all right, it, I, do you not think it looks suspect? I mean, I am definitely, uh, you know, anti-California over here. So Chris Paul breaks his hand, and then the next day, Draymond Green's suspension is over?
1: Like I think we're still in agreement that I don't know necessarily adding Draymond back to this team is even going to be enough to fix the stuff they have. I agree it'll solve some of the problems that they have and the deficiencies at, at center, but Draymond can't do... like They weren't even that good yeah. while
0: he was there. <laughs> yeah,
1: so like I... I this idea that he's coming back and that the championship caliber is just going to just realign is is a fairy tale at this point. So, like, sending him back, I don't think the, the suspension was nearly long enough. I, I, I agree with you that it's similar to Jaw. It just seems like, well, also, just the way that the problems they described him, it doesn't seem like these problems could be solved in, in such a short amount of time as well. Like, now he's just he's just good based on what? I mean, does anybody know, you know, a mental health break for this sort of time period to just be thrown back in? I, it, it, it there's a lot of questions to have and the indefinite part is, is a little frustrating but I, like I said this this might not even help the Warriors this might be even worse for the league like this may come to back uh, silver in the back this may come to really screw over the Warriors like this is this is a risk that I, I, I feel like we're, we're being like oh he we're giving him an attaboy now like we're kind of getting back out there and getting back up on the horse when he was willing to just quit and retire when maybe we're all better off with that like He's he's really good off the court. He's a, he's an excellent analyst, and I think he's for sure has a career in all of that. And I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who I don't know side I'm really on for it all because it's just an exhausting story at this point, and it's not well, even let's move s-
0: on to to other Warriors. Is Jonathan Kaminga a uh, big enough of a, of a name to leak a story to Woj or to to to, to Choms?
1: No, I was shocked that every media outlet even took this seriously. Like this is. <laughs> this is like a fan on the sideline giving you news or just finding a tweet that you liked and saying this is fact. Like, I, I don't understand if he has any, like based on what, you know, the idea that he thinks he's going to be so much better on a team where he's like, I, I'm going to be better without Steph Curry. Like I'm, my career is being held back because of all of this. Or the, the idea that Kerr doesn't have a whole million things wrong with this team and that if he just played Kaminga, he would solve it all. I mean, he doesn't have nearly the same defensive mentality he, as much as he could score. When handed the ball and when asked to score, when asked to play within an offense with other guys, he he just struggles. So, like, he just seems like a Jordan Poole guy that you ship him off to Washington and he's all alone in the man there. He's a nobody. You're never going to hear a tweet from him again. Shams isn't going to pick up your phone ever. You know, that phone call, that's not going to happen. I I think it's it's crazy. And then, I feel like it's a little taboo to be calling out your coach. Like, what trade value does that even add to you now? Now that you've called out your own coach, Who's Steve Kerr, by the way, a fairly likable guy? I may have disagreed with him on on some previous podcasts, but I don't think it's a guy he could trash. So now that you're doing all that and you're trying to get out of this place, why why would you trash your coach? Like what next coach is gonna be excited to say we have this guy that really hasn't proven it. He couldn't play with Steph Curry and he didn't like Steve Kerr, but he's gonna love it here. Like like who's getting excited for that? So that that's that's crazy to me. Are you are you what would you do with Kaminga at this point, though?
0: I I think I think their run is over. I think that this is just the way that, that it works. Of, I think Steph has still got most of it, but in the past month, in for the, I mean, he's gone oh for for three twice. Before that, it was a crazy a crazy long streak. So I think there's just the guys aren't around him. Wiggins, I, I don't know if it's still a a mental situation from from last year or if he's just completely like just lost it. Uh, they got rid of Poole and. I, you know that, that that's not working out Raymond's been been out and but even when he was there clay is definitely on the decline i think it's just this this is what happens when you keep a team together it's hard and the the guys that they picked up in in the draft when they had the couple of down years just they they they, they didn't work out and i think that the, the, they're they're done i i think this is just over
1: That's probably what should happen but it just seems like wasting a Steph Curry year is a mistake. But the reality is, is clay hasn't been very good either. Clay Clay's just been so inconsistent and they'll have a hot night every now and then. But at that point, it's like, why do you want a guy that's going to take that many shots and only have one hot night every now and then that's just not good enough for what we got going well, on against every other team. Curry's
0: Curry's getting older and you say, you know, yeah, you're wasting, you're wasting a curry year. But I mean, how often, how often was a, uh, you know, Dame Lillard where it's just like, we would love to make a move, but like, we don't have the pieces we don't have the ability and one guy is not going to solve this problem. Like you can't package like some things together, get Zach Levine and it's like, Oh no, nope, this is good. Like, I just, I just don't see it.
1: I just, if you're Kaminga and you wanted to get out of there, the idea of destroying your trade value of being a difficult player is, is, is just like, I'll never understand that logic. Like you have to bite your tongue at that point. You might be the only weapon they could trade for something. And maybe your career is better off, but I, I just think you're looking at it so wrong, Matt. Like you, you,
0: do you want to move on to another team that's uh, struggling and might miss the playoffs? Uh,
1: is this the real sad news of the day? Is this the John ja Moran? No. No. What's the other uh, sad news then? <laughs> do we, only, we only have I, NBA I woes to do this today. Cause it,
0: cause it, I hate to do this because it's very ESPN to talk about two teams that are probably going to miss the – or maybe not probably, but a you know, good chance they going to miss the playoffs. The Los Angeles Lakers, 3-7 and seven in their last 10. They are also struggling. They also had reports that came out that uh, their coach Ham is a uh, he might not be around for so long. This is uh, pretty much right in the LeBron playbook of after you get to a certain point in the season, if things aren't going well, that all of a sudden uh, just you know some changes got to get made, and it looks like it might be a coach. I am very confident that the Lakers will make some sort of trade at the deadline to try to uh, try to shake things up. I I don't know if it'll if it'll work. Their uh, offense just is not working, uh, as well as it has gotten so bad that LeBron has said that his son, Bronny, who is playing for uh, USC, could play for the Lakers right now and make a significant uh, contribution. He's not that is far wrong. Gonna peak, <laughs> this is just going to be peak dad, right?
1: I think an athlete on this team with some actual youth and speed would be a real, real, real flash in the pan because they don't have that. Who's the fast guy on this team?
0: Have you watched USC? Who's Have the, you watched Bronny James I, at all? I think
1: every college player on, on USC is faster than any, every Laker at this point. If you wanted to run a no. suicide, I think every USC player could beat every Laker at this point. I just think that's what he's saying. They're so old and sluggish at this point. I, I think they would be a brute in the playoffs, and if they could just get there, I wouldn't want to face them in a series because the reality is LeBron and Anthony Davis are healthy that's that's the number one problem with this team is if those two aren't healthy and they have been. So then it's so easy to then point. The Isn't finger that more the...
0: of a problem though? They can't use that excuse.
1: They still are. That means they can still make moves. If, if one of them's hurt, you're in a real weird situation for the Lakers. We're like, well, is this even worth taking a stab at? Because the LeBron trades, like you said in the past are very much all for right now and screw you over in the long run of the future. So if they're healthy though, I think you could still safely pull that trigger and make the moves. I think not having Gabe Vincent was a huge loss to this team. I think they very much need him, and he needs to get back. And I I don't know if it's ever going to work until they really get another ball handler out there. And I think Reeves has to – I don't know. I I do – I kind of like the strategy of him coming off the bench because there's almost two different offenses going on with him running the offense and with kind of LeBron running the offense. And you don't ever – there's not really an offense where they all kind of coexist and that's that's really a lot more flawed maybe if you want to blame him the coach for anything it's it's that but I, I do think they have a really good starting offense hopefully with LeBron and Anthony Davis and I do like that Reeves comes off the bench and gets to run pick and roll and, and maybe they just got to find a way to incorporate all that together but there's still some things I do I do like about this team they just there's a lot of things that are still very questionable and and aren't reliable players like Rui Hachimura, not a consistent guy. Vanderbilt, not a consistent guy. All these guys that they traded for were on the trading block for a reason, and it seems like that they're suddenly disappointed that what they traded for of recent has turned into the same trading junk that they wanted that the other team was willing to get rid of. And now they have it, and they're like, oh, no, what do we do? And that's Who would have thought? Who would have thought? So I, I do think there's still a move to be made out there, and I think there's always an appeal of going to L.A. that some player is going to leverage his way out of preference to, to them, and that's an advantage that they're always going to have. And th- th- there's still hope. I still have hope Why for this How would
0: team. you feel if you're LeBron James's teammate and he's talking to the media saying how, yeah, m- my son who's in college, he could definitely play over you, no problem. What did he say? Definitely. He said, he said it like twice. It was like definitely, definitely. They're like absolutely, absolutely, like no doubt.
1: I would make the speed argument I just made because I think that's true. That's the only part of it that's true, though.
0: Dude, dude, I, I get – the general, like, hey, some youth would help. They're putting up graphics just because it's it's Bronny, so he's getting more attention. If he wasn't named Bronny, like you'd never heard, you'd never hear this guy. They got uh, Boogie Ellis, who's been there for a few years. They got Isaiah Collier, who was a top recruit. They got his stats up on on, on the on the graphic next to him. They got Bronny James. So that, but near him, they have this their stats like points, rebounds, points, assists for Bronny. They have a uh, uh, hard worker, winner. They don't have his stats up there because they're not impressive. Bronny could not play in the NBA this year, absolutely not.
1: He wouldn't. He would just be playing in a regular season game where they have five guys on injuries and and, and on a back to back, they're resting the other five. Like that's that's. I think that's what he's saying.
0: Absolutely not. Right, I, move, think that move, is, move on. I think that is just disre- I think that is just disrespectful to all the guys that are actually in the NBA, all of the G league guys that are working. And to, to just say that I, I hope that you know it's more sounded serious and really it's more tongue in cheek and it's more, Hey, I'm, I'm looking out for my son. That's what dad should do. That's what he's doing. And that the, you know, the locker room knows that that's what it was. Not a serious. I would like to replace one of you with a college, uh, basketball player
1: hardly the first time he's done something like this I think if you're a LeBron teammate you're either excited to be on the entry or just waiting for the exit because once once he's not getting it done it's 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 on to the next like he never wants to waste a year
0: there is a legitimate chance that they and the 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 Warriors don't even make the play-in which is just wild
1: I'm more worried about the Warriors than the Lakers Fair, fair. Uh, the The Chris Paul injury is not gonna be like. I don't even think he was playing great for them, but I think his minutes were at least balanced and somewhat steady. And that now it's who's gonna do that. And it just seems like the wild card of options is gonna be like more Kaminga stuff, and then that's gonna. I, I just feel like that's that's more more wood to the fire of, of giving Kaminga more minutes, and then it's like, is this working? And it's like it's definitely not working, but he's he's killing it. Like he's. He's getting his 20 now, and we're still losing. And it's like, I I don't think we've solved anything. And that that, that concerns me a lot more f- for the Warriors than, than the Lakers, who are totally going to make a move, like you said. Uh, yep. A team that's probably not going to make a move, that made some moves earlier this season, was Memphis. And they'd already known the John Morant suspension was coming, but they didn't know was that he was going to come back and look awesome for a couple weeks, and then immediately get injured and then be out for the whole season. I, I'm really bummed by this, because you just mentioned the Lakers and the Warriors struggles. I I was really excited to have somebody kind of chasing them because I didn't want either of them to feel like, we'll just skate around and you know, maybe we'll be 1110 and then the last last game we'll kind of sneak in. I I thought if there was somebody, a train coming after them in Memphis, just kind of keeping them on their toes and be like, man, we, we don't even have to worry about the one team behind us. We got to worry about the second team, the the Memphis team that's got John Morant back and smart is healthy and everything was looking great for, for a little bit there. And, it's all. It all just feels over immediately. It's like it's. It's they're not gonna be able to do it, and it's. Uh, it's a loss for all of us because he's real fun to watch too, and just electric. I mean, first game back, buzzer beater. I I can't believe he's hurt. It just what shit luck at this point. I mean, say what you want about the suspensions. I feel like he did his time. Some some say he may even did too much time, and I just want him to be healthy and play basketball. And we're, we're not getting that. So, bummer news. Nothing but NBA woes today. Do we have any good news?
0: I'm looking at the, looking at the at the the standings. Uh, Celtics first first place. That's good news.
1: I, the, the problem the, is uh, we don't have to talk about good news. They got they got hosed last night. What are they? What are that two minutes yeah, thing yeah, saying? Yeah, the
0: rest. Uh, yeah, they. Uh, it, it's one thing when when a referee makes a mistake or there's a basketball game and that that happens and you know all right cool. But it's another thing when there's a review and you review it in slow motion, and then you still get it wrong. Uh, Not sure how that happened. Uh, Have not seen the two-minute report today. Uh, Missoula was definitely – he he mentioned it in his broadcast yesterday. I uh, jokingly said yesterday, looking forward to our two-minute report win tomorrow because I I just don't know how the referees looked at it, misinterpreted the rule, and then also told Jalen Brown, no, no, you weren't hit in the head. Well, one, we could see it on TV, and two – He's the player. He can see he got hit in the head, and then uh, Buddy Healed admitted to it to uh, to Joe Missoula and then to the media later. Of yeah, I, I accidentally hit him in the head. Yeah, got lucky on the foul. It's not a so confession. On... You
1: can see it on the film. Like it's just... yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it,
0: you can see it. You can see it right there. He got bumped in the head. That's clearly clearly a foul. And then they uh, they called an even uh lesser uh foul on uh, Porzingis at at the other end where uh, the um, who wasn't took the shot he he just flailed he just flailed right into Porzingis he was even really trying to take a shot uh so that was unfortunate we beat the 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 uh the Pacers earlier earlier this week but would you like to hear my uh my NBA list for uh for the rest of this week
1: uh yeah you got 3 minutes let's hear it
0: yeah do you have the uh you, you got the uh, the Tommy point button ready cuz it is all Celtics this week it's all Celtics uh,
1: I, I yeah All I got Celtics. I got the button.
0: Yeah, tomorrow we have Timberwolves at. See, these Timberwolves still doing really well. They beat us uh, earlier, so I think we're looking to get some revenge. Uh, Jason cute. Tatum was uh on the uh, was just kind of doing a little uh, ankle management uh, at the Pacers game. I think that was kind of specifically for this, as well as next day Celtics at Bucks. Bucks, ooh, they got worked yesterday, uh by by the Jazz. Uh, I don't know what's going on there. That that did not look great at home. Uh, pretty convincing win, but I think that they'll be uh, up and that'll be on a back-to-back. So Al Horford will not be playing one of those games. So we're gonna have to uh, dig deep for that. And then Saturday, who is coming to town on Saturday? The Rockets are coming to the Celtics. Return of Ime. What do you think the crowd reaction to Ime returning to the Celtics is gonna be on Saturday night?
1: Please coach the Patriots. That'd be my response. I I, I don't know. I I like Ema as a coach. I I that my opinion hasn't changed of that. It's 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 hard to overlook that part for me. I, I'm not even entirely sure what went wrong. It just seemed awkward and inappropriate, and you just hope it never happens again. But I I don't think we'll boom. Do you think we're gonna boom?
0: I think he gets booed. You think he gets? Booed? I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's a le. I don't think it's gonna be a LeBron level boo, but and I think it'll just be when he gets. Uh, you know when they go through the lineup and they say, and the head coach of the Houston Rockets, I think that they'll just be a, uh, I'll say a medium. There'll be a medium boo. And definitely if he does anything during the game, like when he got in that argument with LeBron earlier this year, if there's anything like that, he'll get big time booed. But I think that might just kind of happen really to any coach, but I think just a medium sized boo when he gets introduced.
1: Wait, so no highlight video.
0: What are you going to highlight video of a coach? I,
1: I guarantee there's going to be some highlights of this, of some of those Celtics wins with the, uh with him you know just you think so it's a mean the way he
0: left the team in disgrace
1: well that's that's why there isn't going to be one they're going to show I...
0: highlights of uh the the mis his, like whatever weird relationship that he had that was like under <laughs> under the radar i don't even I, we don't even know what it is
1: i i i don't care it does they could show some wins he gave us some wins he had an edge it's undeniable and i
0: I would be very surprised if they did a tribute video to no, him. They're, the way they're, not,
1: they're not going to. It was, it was a joke. But, all right, Tommy points for everybody. A lot of Celtics yes. games this week. Tommy we'll be back next Monday. Anything else for the people out there?
0: I really hope Belichick sticks around. Me
1: too. But in the meantime, go Celtics,
0: right? Go C's.
1: column A, little column B.